0: Everyone, welcome back again for another exciting podcast episode of the Iconist Podcast. Um, mm. you know, I'm one of your hosts, Barry 3D, for Deep Dark Delicious. You know how it's going to go. i want to say it. Hey. <laughs> and on my side, as always, the one and only, the one of the turntables, the master of the mix. <sighs> the man, the myth, the legend, the one himself known as... DJ Rodsey. Hey,
1: that's me over there. How you doing? How you, how you, how you doing
0: people? Welcome to Iconist. Woo. Doing good. Doing good. Good. Right. Excellent. You, yeah, we've got past our, our milestone 50th episode. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting. All the links down below. Mm. You know, let's get that straight to the point. You know, if you want to buy any of our merch with the logos on it, please click on the link below, hit our red bubble store. You can find the Barry 3D merch, the iconist merch, sweaters, hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, whatever it is, all all there all there
1: all over here and there
0: and all,
1: everywhere
0: right right working working on some other stuff too and i can okay, I keep saying that so um i'm thinking uh you know i know rod's on twitch
1: I, I am on twitch you know you can find me definitely on twitch at dj rod c listen i'm there um just as the time we're doing this recording i just did something literally about an hour ago just came off the set Great fun playing an 80s and 90s jam with some friends. So listen, get a chance, find me on Instagram. You'll find me on, on Instagram at Mr. Rod C. And then from there, you can palette into DJ Rod C on Twitch. So it's twitch.tv forward slash DJ Rod C. That's where you'll find me. Here's a good question. Mm-hmm. Barry, mm-hmm. where can they find you? Oh, geez. Where can they find you? Man, I'm all
0: over. Easiest way to find everything that I'm doing, we're doing, and other stuff I'm doing is on Barry3D.com. That is my main website. You can find all the links there for this show, any other show I'm a part of, my tour dates, when I'm going about, uh, anything I'm doing. I've got a blog. I've got tour dates. Barry3D.com. That's the easiest way to find all my socials. If you go on to that page, you'll see there' like rod rod has a a flow code that you can scan to find all these links. I got one up also, so easy to find end of the show, we have our flow code that you find all our stuff very, 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 very simple so and then before we kick it off, we're gonna go and just do a quick round table. So remember report you gotta support your books, not report support your your comic book stores, right, and you gotta reach out to friends of the show, which is Check Swings, which is located in Montreal, Wild Comics, which is out in Kitchener um if you want some music once again we keep talking about wayne Tennant. he's a, he's my one of my friends and he's got his album out right now called curfew flowers funky you know uh something in there for everybody and then we got to do some uh, quick shout outs to uh back to the balcony with jimmy uh jimmy english hilarious insightful great podcast he's and i keep saying the season two my apologies he's up on like season six right now of his mm-hmm. podcast lot right. of stuff there a lot of guests i'm right. on there you'll hear my episode coming up soon enough again another one i'm on uh we got a shout out you know the comedy troupe i'm a part of which is our youtube channel which is a touch of gray matter with thomas patrice zolf Lee, myself barry 3d carter and dave sakalowski we have a show coming up in burlington uh you know at the in, in the end of uh, end of may yeah so uh, you know straight out of burlington look for it you'll see the link below. If you can show up, you're gonna laugh. We we go, we go bust your gut. That that's that's for sure. <laughs> you know, uh though these are friends of the show. Uh and of course, Paul Ash from Battlecom. So Battlecom, mm-hmm. they talk funny, look for his live stand-up, see him on, on the screen. He's he's everywhere, Paul Ash, the friend of the show. Uh not sure who he was. Go back to our episode with Grimjack. Jack, you'll see Paul Ash. And last but not least, we cannot forget the one who makes us look so pretty. Rod, who am I talking about? J Bird J Bird Digital, digital, digital. Bird digital, digital Arts. Arts. You need anything done from posters to digital templates, all mm. that. All your graphic artist needs, J Bird Digital Arts, look him up, tell him we sent you, say hi. Mm-hmm. Don't be rude. Your mama raised you right. <laughs> ah, come on now. It's all about manners. Manners maketh the man.
1: Ah. <laughs> that that was that was nice that
0: was nice right you <laughs> could right. support the shows man support and i said you, you can support this show you can support other shows spread the love there's enough love for everyone to go around so as you know the show's called iconis for icon is the further adventures Or the adventures of the galaxy rangers right uh, no guts no I- glory <laughs> <sighs> That theme song, wow. Okay. If you thought that I was a fan of the of the the G.I. Joe the movie theme song. Woo! 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 There's some theme songs that when you hear, when you hear it, come on, you know you got to tune in. Right? Mm -hmm. Back back in the G.I. Joe, you know, movie. (laughs) Because we know that's gonna be 10 minutes just gone right there for this show. So I'm trying to fight it. I'm trying to fight it. But but Galaxy Rangers, the adventures of the Galaxy Rangers. Right. This is our this is we're ending off our month with the Mighty Four. As I said, we every we, we did the UFOs, it, it, we, we covered Power Pack. Now it's Galaxy Rangers. We gave you some Pulp Fiction. Now we're giving you some animated stuff. hmm I know, Rod, when I mentioned this to you, you're like, yeah, man, let's do it. And then it hit you that you never really watched an episode, and then you started watching some of them. Mm-hmm. What 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 did you think before we kind of get into it?
1: Listen, it's um, it's a it's a very it's a very um, what, what, what's the best way to say the characters on these on these the characters on the show is very nice and unique. It, but it, there's, it's something like you can see cause again, back in the days, you can tell who was who was the leader. Yeah, who was your? Who was, everybody had their particular niche, and yes. you can clearly see and understand. Like, oh, oh, you're going into his lane. <laughs> you gonna get hurt. I feel sorry for you. You going in her lane. <laughs>
0: you gonna get it. Oh, you gonna get it. You gonna get it. Good. You gonna, get it.
1: Good. You gonna get it. Good. Good. You gonna get it. Good. Yeah. So you know, basically, back in the days, you had very, you had particular, the diversity of. Of the characters it was well laid out and i watched the show and i was properly entertained
0: i hear you robert you got to speak up man
1: speak oh well, i sorry 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 you, sorry. Got you know t- for like,
0: a second I, went so little, so I, for I was trying
1: to go into it. i was going i was going into like nice proper kind of dialect right. and you know pronunciation of my Announce vocabulary it. but i'll basically say that uh listen i like the show you can tell the characters you know who's doing what and you realize like you know what i could definitely growing up as a child you can watch this and say like oh i'm more like that particular person oh i like how to do that and you can clearly know who to navigate yourself through and what you like so i basically love the show in the sense uh that you you can see every episode it's a good storyline and basically what well, you know it's like oh okay cool we're going to talk about this particular person and their Characteristics and
0: come forth in the show. So no, definitely. It was it was a great it was a great show. Right. Great and it's show. a unique perspective, right? Because I mean for myself, mm-hmm. I've watched it many times. And for you, this right. is the first time you, you've come across and actually sat there and, and watched uh, the Galaxy Rangers. Right. Right. And, and, and to your point, yes, there was someone there for everybody. And that's what I like. It was the verse before it's mm-hmm. time. And and so, and, so let, let's just get back to it, right? So mm-hmm. this thing, of course, once it's a syndicated show, it had to have what 65 episodes. The mm-hmm. first show kicked off in 1986. So December, yeah, so, so release date was uh, September 14th, you know, uh, 1986. And was that was its first run, that, you know, syndication kind of thing. Uh, episodes were, they say, 30 minutes, but let's be real. It's like 22 minutes because eight minutes is all commercials. Uh, right? The mm-hmm. producers were, you know, Robert Mandrell and Bob uh, Crescenti the executive producer was Abe Mandel, uh, Mm -hmm. and the show was created by, and I'm not saying by, like, so long by, we're not done yet. Um, (laughs) You know, yeah, it was created by Robert Mandel. Mm -hmm. And it had a lot of great voice actors on it, and and one of the surprising voice actors, so, you had the the leader of the team, which was Zach, right? Mm -hmm. His voice actor, which, which got me, and I didn't know at the time, was Jerry, uh, Orbach. So Jerry Orbach was the father of, you know, Baby from Dirty Dancing. Oh, really? Yes. Who was also on Law and Order. Yeah. Jerry Orbach was the voice for 65 episodes of Zachary Fox. Nice. The leader of the team nice wow <laughs> wow so this, this man was law and order before law and order so to speak he he was law and order on tv and he was a galaxy ranger pretty much a ranger was like a sheriff a ranger as we know right now you've seen texas walker Ranger, whatever rangers are rangers so he was a ranger they had their white suits and blue i'll put up a picture here but for the fans watching or listening on the podcast you can look it up so for everyone that's watching it remember like subscribe and share mm-hmm. Hit the notifications, hit those likes, send us some comments. we we'll reply to all. So that was interesting that Jerry had this, and that was the role he had of Zach. So let's break down the four main people of this team. Got it. Right? And I'm, and I'm going. So Zachary Fox, uh, you know, was uh, a captain. Mm-hmm. He has his wife. He had two kids. And the story really revolves around him. The main, well, I'll say the subplot story, the ongoing story revolves around Zachary. So, two aliens end up coming to Earth. They come and give Earth some technology, like this this new trans warp drive. And that's how mankind got into the stars. So, we joined an alliance with these two other alien races. They helped us, we helped them, mm-hmm. and, and everyone growed and prospered. But you had the, uh, the, the, the the shadow queen and you know trying to bring everybody down so it had epis- it had you know it, it's got its tropes from everywhere right and the reason why Zachary was in that he was conveying he was do- he was the captain of a convoy uh, convoy you know going to do a peace de- uh, peace mission so he said it was very peaceful nothing was supposed to happen so he had his wife with him he had his kids with him he had the mm-hmm. aliens with him one representative from each one ambassadors while they're going they got attacked when they got attacked he had to fight back. He got injured, so half his body gets damaged. His wife gets kidnapped. She gets kidnapped by the queen. And she has these things called soul gems that she uses to power herself. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're able to get back his wife's body. But her essence is trapped inside this gem that she has and takes off with. And, he, and there's no other way to revive her out of this so-called kind of coma by getting the other half of this gem. So they put his wife in suspended animation. They fix him up. They say, "Okay, man, we're gonna fix you. We're gonna make you better. We yeah. can rebuild him." Okay, <laughs> <dun>, great. <laughs> so Ooh, he, he becomes know, okay. a cyborg. Mm-hmm. The whole, you know, uh, the the I believe the it's right hand yep. side of his body is his right side or left hand side? Um, left side, left side, left. My bad. So it's left side of his body, all bionic. You know, from leg, arm, chest, whole, all down there. They, they give him biotics. And, and, everything, and then he put it over, like, fake skin, so it looks it looks normal, right? He's not just... Right. A, it, this is because we're in the future. And they give him a Series 5 implant, which is hidden beside, behind his Ranger badge. So when he taps on it, you know, he doesn't have to actively think of it like an X-Men where power on or, you know, human torch, flame on! He just taps it, and that power comes on for, for a couple of seconds, a minute, and, you know, it increases his strength, his speed. He can actually shoot a, a, bl- a blast, from his hand mm-hmm. and and when he does it you see the bionics all come through his suit so to speak it glows like black and, and and yellow and it's
1: funny i saw that and it made me think of reboot which we're gonna have to touch at one time thank you reboot exactly So, so that that was that was the oh look at that look at that deep, yeah deep, deep,
0: the double tap cut, like, double <laughs> tap before reboot <laughs> reboot <laughs> galaxy rangers so that's Zach's backstory, Zach you know, and he was voiced by Jerry from a set, uh, you know, Dirty Dancing, right. yep. Law and Order. For years, he was a staple in Law and Order. So that was amazing that he was a part of that. Mm-hmm. Then, then we have Nico. And yep. Nico was, uh, you know, she's uh, an archaeologist specializing in ancient cultures and civilizations. And that's really her, what her wealth of knowledge was. But she also had these kind of psionic powers, very low level, but they were there. But mm-hmm. with the Series 5 implant, beep, beep, it would boost her powers. She was a, a, I don't know, she was a mixed to me, like, Invisible Woman Jean Grey.
1: I, I'll, okay.
0: Yeah, 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 good, good call. Good Not call. a damsel in distress. Oh, no 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 no, 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 She was no damsel in distress. Where Zachary, as the leader, would have a gun, she would walk around with a shotgun. <laughs> That was her weapon of choice. Yeah. No one puts Baby in a corner. (laughs) Say what? (laughs) Oh, Lord. Help me all. Shells. Shellings. (laughs) So she, and and what I liked, as I said, she wasn't the damsel in distress. She wasn't a character. uh, Sometimes, you know, back in the day, if you look at old cartoons, and I'm not going to talk anime, because anime treat, I find, anime Old-school anime treated women differently than North American cartoons treated female yeah. characters, right? Any anime I found, they, I, they always gave a strong character. Some of them, of course, were the cutesy characters and they had the high-pitched voices. But a lot of them were strong. A lot of them were stronger than the male characters. Right. But because at the time, it was more males watching the cartoons. That's who the audience, you know, that was their demographic. But the females were no slouch. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to watch this and see from the get-go. She's got psionics and telekinesis. She's walking around with a shotgun. She's She might be soft-spoken, but she ain't soft. <laughs> Complete facts. Real right. facts. Right. And she wasn't there as a love interest for any character. Mm-hmm. Not a love interest for any character. She was there as her own. You know, they never said, "Oh, well, who are you going to date?" They never got into who she date, who she like, whatever case would be. She was there to do a job. You know, mm-hmm. and she didn't have to come off like overly aggressive. She was just very normal. She would walk into rooms like, "Oh, what's happening? Oh, this is what's happening. You, you want to do this? <laughs> I don't think so." Uh... <laughs> like what she was happening? so nice, mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect it, and then she pulls out a shotgun yeah deputized ranger <laughs> yep <laughs> you know um then the other character was uh walter hartford hartford yep right? also known as doc mm-hmm. now this is where it sunk in with me we had a character a man of color not there he he was he was light he was the joker ish Mm-hmm. But he was a computer genius. Right. He, he could throw down with all of them because he had to go through his ranger spool. So he had himself his gun. He had, and then he had this thing. I I don't know how to describe. It looked like a, a iPad, a whatever. He was to have this, this, and he would tap on it, and little programs would come out. So he would hit his implant, and he would plug in like mentally with his technology. He didn't have to use a keyboard or nothing. He had all these algorithms written, and they would operate. So if you watch the original Tron, there was a, a little bit in there called Cursor. He had multiple of them, and each one had their own personalities. Each one had their own function. They can do what they had to do. Anything that came – so he was a doctor, but not a doctor per se as bandage him up he, Yeah, he was, you know, he he was, like, well-off. He came from a very well – he came from a, a well-established family. Mm-hmm you know, which I touched on a couple of times in the episode, even though you never saw his family, you could tell he was upper class. Mm-hmm. So first of all, growing up, first of all, we see a black man. He, he, he's educated. He's a main player. He comes from a wealthy, you know, a well-off family, maybe borderline wealthy family. Right. Uh, and, and he really was kind of a swashbuckler attitude towards danger. You know, he would run in there. He wasn't the coward. He you know, but he was a pretty boy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> pretty boy. We'll leave that. <laughs> well, that's, that's the best way to describe him, man. He, he was, he was a pretty boy. His hair was always, you know, he made sure. And then, of course, there's the every team needs that character. The X Men got Wolverine like him or not, you know he's the character. He's the one that represents the team. He's the one that's on all the merchandise. He's on the posters. He's he's everywhere. Wolverine is so popular that Wolverine is on the X-Men, X-Force, Avengers, Dark Avengers, Solo mm-hmm. Run. He's Patch. Um, teams up with every character in the Marvel Universe. Fights every that character TV. in the Marvel Universe. I don't know where Wolverine TV. sleeps. Bite. But he was the essential cool character. The character he gets drawn to. And in this 4... It is Shane Gooseman, right? First of all, you think you know—they call him Goose for short, but his name Shane Gooseman, right? Blonde hair. They drew him as the good-looking guy. He right away you knew he had to be the cool character because he had two guns. Every time he got into a fight, he pulled out both and started shooting. He was—he was a two-gun slinger. Shoot first. We'll talk about it later. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he—he he had the hushed voice. It's like yeah, this is Shane Gooseman. What do you think you're gonna do? So you had that dirty Harry mystique about go. him. There you go. He was best way I can describe him, and it, let me know if I'm right or wrong. Super soldier. No, no, that's a good. That's a good narrative. He was, yeah,
1: he was a type that basically um, enhanced in every way, and just being at the top of his, you know, his ability was like, you know, like dungeon and dragon type of scenario that he was a ten out of ten. His his uh his character charge his his uh ability and all that kind of strength and movement, agility, oh, he's like he was like I am the best. I'm the best of what I do. AKA Wolverine in that sense, on the best of what I do.
0: He's on every like box that. cover, he he's the one they put he, they, if you look at the box covers, they don't put Zachary in the forefront, they put Shane Gooseman in the forefront. And you know he was the loner, dangerous character, but he has a mysterious past and and they explored it, and, and what I mean by he was a, you know, uh, uh, oh my god, I just said super uh, super soldier, right? There, there's an episode called Super Troopers, so Super Troopers, and that was his whole backstory. And you realize, so Shane Gooseman with his implant, he would hit it, and he would adapt to any situation. That was his power. So if he was in a room filling with dangerous gas, he would hit it, and his lungs would change that it would filter out that gas. Right. If he was in a dangerous situation that like he got blown out of an airlock and out of space and he hit his implant, his whole body would be encased in steel, like Colossus, so he's able to move still. It would protect him from the rigors of whatever. If he went underwater and he hit his implant, he would grow gills, his, his skin might change. So you don't know what he would look like, mm-hmm. how he would be, but his body would adapt to any situation he would get into. Even if he got shot with a laser and he hit it, he would heal.
1: Get back there,
0: there you go. Yeah, Super Soldier. Yeah. No, you literally, you
1: are you are absolutely correct. It was their version of the Super Soldier uh, formula.
0: That, that's right. That's right. That's and the right. whole thing was he was, and they really got detailed in his background because they knew the character was going to like him. Mm-hmm. So you see, he does a lot of solo missions. I know even they what, how they they set him up was very smart. They had their one main ship, and I like the way their ship looked. And that one mm-hmm. main ship would have Zach, Doc, and uh, Nico on it. Or, uh, right. And, and even though there was room for Shane to be on the, their spaceship, mm-hmm. Shane would always fly his own spaceship, which was a fighter. The way they drew it was really cool. It like, reminded me a little bit of the X-Wing fighters, like how it had the long nose, right? the wing, you know. But he always, every time they launch, it's like, okay, launch it. I'm like, all right, there goes everybody. And then you see Shane, I'm in my fighter. Let's go. I'm like, wait a you never fly with the team? Every mission, every place they go, Shane flies his own fighter.
1: <laughs> you know what? My mind was thinking too in regards to uh, Silverhawks. Yes. How? um it's just doc The guitar, the, the, the basically the the pilot, the main yeah, pilot,
0: Bluegrass, you, Bluegrass.
1: That's it, Bluegrass. You know, again, he's always you know, but he wasn't. He 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 flew with everybody, but at least having that lone type of cowboy type of imagery, right? I was seeing some similarities there. So, And again, bringing with the ship and everything like that, like, ooh, we
0: see some parallel or close, some close proximity. Of course, of course. There was a lot of tropes that were taken from different things, and they put it together. And I, it was a good formula. But I mean, right away, you knew, okay, he's the leader. This is right. her powers. You can't touch her because she's pretty much untouchable. Doc, we know his role. He's going to have a little bit of humor. He, but they made him the pretty boy, not right. gangster, so to speak. and And he had computers and everything. And then, you know, Shane was a character to watch. He had his own spaceship. He had two guns. He had, the, he had that hushed tone voice like Clint Eastwood, yep. and he was a super trooper. And they did an episode called Super Trooper where he had to go back to his old base where he trained with the other guys. And very reminiscent to um, X-Men, right. how Sabretooth refers to Wolverine as the runt, the rest right. of the super troopers that were there would turn around and I'm bully Shane all the time because their powers came in earlier. His powers never mm-hmm. developed. They did call him the runt. You know, so a lot of them were physically bigger, but they called him the run. He was a better shock and marksman than them. He was up there in hand to hand combat and had to fight them and had to use his head a little bit more. So when Mm -hmm. the super troopers at one point realized that the military was kind of turning against them because they didn't like how their minds were kind of going, and they said, Well, we have to take them down and put them on suspended animation and see what we can do. They're too dangerous to be out there. Pretty much you got to arrest them. Mm -hmm. They looked at Shane and go, Shane, you never took the super trooper formula. It, the genetics are in your system but every day they had to take this pill to kind of activate their powers and see how it mutated and it kind of messed with their minds a little bit shane did have a, a, a love interest in the super troopers and every time he liked her but she was always going out with the other leader of the super troopers so it was always that kind of love triangle and she decided to stay with the leader instead of going with shane they always referred to him as a runt right so there's one uh, a couple episodes that there's one i remember really well where Shane shows up on this planet. So this whole thing is like a space western. They they dress, like, they dress like cowboys. They have the hats. White hats. The whole nine yards. They have horses. But they're all robotic horses. robotic horses. Yep. And as I said, their costumes are red and blue. That's their outfits with gold badges. When Shane goes on a bounty hunting thing to bring back in the Super Troopers, he, first of all, he goes solo without the rest of the team. Gets to the planet. And he's dressed all in black. And he just goes by the stranger. And it's a classic... You know, shoot out at the OK corral when he's tra- tracking them down one by one, and they still refer to him as a runt. But that runt started turning around and and, and whooping him. <laughs> so just like Wolverine as the runt, but Wolverine's the, the most dangerous character or most loved character. In I can't say he's the most dangerous. He portrays himself as the most dangerous, but he's not, right. in my opinion. there's other characters that are physically or, or, or have pow- more power than Wolverine. It's just everyone, oh, anyways. That's a discussion for a different day. this one mm-hmm. Shane was that man he they referred to him as a runt, he was the outcast, even him from them. He knows the military didn't trust him because he didn't take the that enhancer, so to speak his if he did his powers would have been even that much, but then his mind would have kind of got warped with it, right so yep. <sighs> did I mention the theme song? <laughs> he might have mentioned the theme song no that. guts, no glory Woo-hoo! <laughs> right, so. This is what we're talking about for the Galaxy mm. Rangers. Rod, what what are your your thoughts or points on some of these? Listen,
1: my, my thoughts are, are are this. The like the, the characters You know what? Listen, I like I liked I like them. I like like you say, I like Shane. Right. I like Doc. Doc was just he's just too humorous for me. That you like you know he's supposed to take him serious, but then he just does or say something like uh again because i was like catching into the to the show you know and early on and there was an episode there's a scene where um when he they are now introduced to their horses so all the horses unless you be the precise let everybody yeah. know the horses are not only robotic but they're very they have their own eye ai they're only they're right, own right, individual right. personalities and everything like that so everybody picks their horse to pick their horse and then then the horse that walter doc picked Always referred him at a different name. Wilbur. And it's Wilbur. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you, how do you, you're supposed to be super intelligent machinery and you can't get my name right? Walter. <laughs> All right, Wilbur. No, Walter. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like they actually wrote this in and I'm just dying with laughter that you actually made it that again, he is the comical relief, funny guy. But the thing is that you don't take him, you realize that He's maybe funny, per se, as he's nice and giggly, but he has a mind. He's a super genius. He's a smart and dangerous character. Don't mess with him. He knows what he's doing. I love that perlay of that revolving door type of emotional connection that you make with these guys. Uh That's why Doc, Doc to me, was the person that was like, you're funny. You're funny. I like it. I like but it. dangerous.
0: Dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. That's it. They, I mean, a lot of times my focus on shame, but you got to remember how dangerous. The, the four of them would go to different planets, just the four of them, and take on. They've taken on smugglers, mm-hmm. human traffickers, a, you know, uh, pirates. There is a one pirate called Captain Kid, and he's like looks like a giant bird, mm-hmm. and it, 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 he just things just go wrong for him every time the Rangers show up. I, I, you know, and, and they didn't even call them humans; they call them hummings, hummings. Oh gosh, yeah, like, you so hummings, yes, yes, hummings, yes. <laughs> I'm like, who wrote? I don't like. You know what? We're
1: gonna let that go. That was cute. Humans. Now you yeah. started sounding like ferengis That's a like, humans,
0: right? <laughs> As I said, this show I got introduced to the show by by one of my friends, Dave. Now it was not Dave Suckelowski or whatever. But, you know, um Dave Roden. So yeah. Dave Roden introduced me gotcha. to this show. He's like, oh, you gotta watch this show. And I remember, I was like, oh man, what's Galaxy Ranger? Like, it's a lot of thing. He goes, Barry, you gotta watch it. He goes, I watched it before because I caught onto it late and. I sat Mm -hmm. there and I watched an episode. I'm like, no guts, no glory. All right? The theme song sets the tone for the show. The Mm -hmm. music was nice. It was a nice musical score to it. So I'm going to say there's like a lot with this show. If you you want to see a a future Western, if you're a fan of Firefly, there we go. Good. Good answer. If you're a fan of Firefly, right? Serenity, the movie, that, that whole run then you would be a fan of this show.
1: You know what? I'll even go on to this. I don't know if there was was a documentary in regards to Star Star Trek. Originally, when it was started, it was supposed to be started as a Western, as a space type of Western, type of spaghetti Western. And you clearly see that, you know, Kirk duking it out, whatever the case would be, going out into different cities and different planets and everything like that. So again, it has the same type of similarity. You have the Galaxy Rangers going to different planets, taking care of whatever issues and stuff along that line. So, yeah, you could definitely, if you like Western, you like sci-fi, and, and you're looking for that type of combination, Galaxy Ranger will definitely, uh, they won't fail you. It won't fail you.
0: No, not at all. And so when these aliens come to Earth, they turn around and they started off this uh, organization called Beta, which is Bureau for Extraterrestrial Affairs. Mm. And that's where they work. And then for some reason, their base is in the side of mountain. mountains. That's where they always launch from. Here's the things that make it cool for me as a fan. I always want to have good characters. Right. If you're going to put anything with dealing with outer space, it has to have a cool looking spaceship. It's got to have, it's got to be pleasing to the eye. It's true. Let's be honest, right? <laughs> no, yeah. that's sure. Any show you watch, if you remember any kind of sci-fi show, it's because, oh man, that spaceship was cool. And the first thing you want to do is as a fan is either you want to find a toy of it. You want to find the model kit of it. You want to find some kind of thing to have in your collection, right? Grandizer, you know the 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 robot, Mm Grandizer, cool, right? If you look at Space Nineteen Ninety Nine, the Eagles, the spaceships, cool looking. The Falcon from Star Wars, that's a cool ship. It's got that cool factor to it. It was a little bit different, but it's got that cool factor to it. There's another anime called Lensman. If you look at the ship they have in Lensman, I liked how it looked. You know, right? It had to have. So, because the ships are also characters, in my opinion. So you have your main characters, you have the backdrop with the ship inside, outside. It's got to have that appeal to it. So, and you got the characters that, that also have that appeal to it. And then you have to have the villains. You have a backstory of the villains and, and different levels. You have some that are entry-level villains, and like when you play a game, then you think they're the boss. The boss. No, then you get past like you know yeah. chapter one, but you got to get to chapter 10 with the big boss you gotta deal with. But along the way, as you work your way up, there's gotta be cool villains that add a little bit that advance the story add a little humor add a little bit of negativity for our characters set them back a little bit make things tough for them everything's not a cakewalk so when they actually get to the last boss and defeat the last boss you've gone on a nice journey with them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that being said the only thing is at the end they never finished off the story in 65 episodes galaxy rangers never got a season two so the the whole sorry my apologies the first run season one i got this and i apologize i want to correct myself they were chasing down to get back zachary's wife because they didn't have his wife during season one they get his wife's body back but they miss out on getting the gem that has her soul so the Mm -hmm. queen has it and she takes off we know season two had to deal with tracking that down they did other missions in between to keep the peace uh, bounty hunting negotiations, you know, escorting people to certain locations. But the subplot is getting Zachary's family reunited. That's his main goal. Mm -hmm. And even though he's on these missions, he's still got his kids. So I think that season two could have opened up to a lot more. Like when he's in outer space, he's got a teenage a young teenage son and a preteen daughter who watches them. Is there extended family members? Is there with their aunts and uncles? Are they also with uh Beta? You we don't know. I would a love to see more. We, we know a lot about Shane's background, so we're good. Mm-hmm. But Nico and Doc's background, a little bit more. We, we heard mm-hmm. more about Doc's background in a couple of episodes. Nico's background, I'd like to see explored a little bit more. Right? Okay. Find out why they joined the Rangers and, mm-hmm. and go from there. So that's, that's, that was my excitement about a lot of it. So, and, and that's a shame. It, it never got a season two. So now we're at this point. If I had to say anything, we need season two. I don't know how you see it, Rod, for myself. Mm-hmm. I need a continuation of this cartoon. Okay. I I, I don't want it live. I, for me, I'm good with it as a cartoon. Let's stick with a cartoon. Give it to me on a streaming service. I'd say Disney, Disney buying everything. Netflix, get on that. Netflix did the whole dream. So I would love to see, here's a go. Treatment by DreamWorks via Netflix to stream it like how they did. Fultron. Facts. Facts. He, he that handled an it. older property well, really well. I want to see this treated a certain way. Don't swap the characters. Let's leave them all there, and let's expand the story. No, that, that would definitely work with me. Uh,
1: I'll definitely agree with you on that. Uh, not a live action for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, again, there's so many... Clearly, we're seeing sixty, sixty-five, you know, episodes. So there's a lot of story arc right there. And again, the story that that particular arc isn't finished. The main purpose is not finished. So that means we can do multiple and and have what, a, a two-hour movie, two and a half-hour movie. Now nah, we need more because a lot is a lot of stuff to pick in and pull out. So might as well continue it, uh, or you know what? Again, do the DreamWorks slash Netflix type of collaboration. Yep. Sh- just like they did with um, Voltron, you started from the beginning, but you're not ending this in one season. Nope. You're going to have to end this in, especially if you do the Voltron way of it, which would be perfect because Voltron went in seven. Please excuse yeah, their me. The seasons were shorter,
0: The seasons were shorter, but that's fine.
1: I... Right, yeah. but but I, I, I like I like that. Yeah, they were, they, were, they were short, but a lot of these are now doing like saying eight to twelve, and then that's it. Yeah, eight to twelve, and that's it. So give me. Give me eight to 12, but definitely give me at least four to five seasons so yeah. you can make up that 65. But right. you'll know, you have stories there that you'll have to combine completely. So right. let's, let's go from there. And then by the end of your fourth to fifth, or even if you're able to make a six, then by then we will now get into the story of what happened to Zach's wife. Uh, where she did, were you able to like you? So you have her. You don't have her. So you don't have to soul gel gem. Right. how do we put it back together what's the procedure what do we got to do do we have to now you know da, 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 da. let's go into that storyline reverse reverse engineer it
0: so she can get that fuse back as one there we go and that's, that's basically it yeah absolutely I'm, I'm with that so i'm in the same frame of mind um season wise yeah i would say at least you know i would go three to four seasons yeah, t- you know and let's just get in there i don't want too much filler episodes i want like really let me give me the action give me the, everything wrap it up so if we had to break it down let's go right now mm-hmm. i would say zachary fox for myself yeah i know as much as i like to keep a lot of the original cast there we know that jerry uh aldrich has passed away rest in peace we get that thank you for the work you've left behind as a fan i know as a voice actor to cover zachary keep it somewhat same kind of tone to the voice let's give this man something else kevin conroy oh i would go with him who Who does batman the animated series i would go for him as zachary fox
1: okay uh (laughs) okay so so you are you are basically you're basically trying to create you're trying to well he already is Kevin Conroy, but make him now into the our version of the next version of Peter Collins. We need yeah. his voice every place else.
0: That's that's what you, that's what you're trying to do. I like yeah, that. I guess I guess I like so. that. Just a, but he's got that voice. That he, he has fits. that voice. If, if you hear when Zachary talks, and you think how uh, you know uh, Jerry when Jerry talks, his voice, his tone of voice. Mm-hmm. Kevin, his voice has oh, that essence has that to in it in
1: fluctuation. Yeah,
0: definitely. Right, it's not that I'm trying to cast them everywhere, but I really think
1: that no, 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 but it res- but um, it respects it. But, but exactly, no. But I mean, because we've loved Kevin Conroy, and but the thing is, we only know him as Optimus. No, I'm sorry, uh, as that, as Batman. Right, but, right. but you have Peter Cullen, we know as Optimus, but we know yes. Peter Cullen also does other voiceovers, other things, narrating and stuff like that. That's the similarity that I'm looking at in a sense. Let's get Kevin to not only be solely known as batman let's get him for other well he is for other stuff but right. this would be a perfect way to just say add this an extra notch onto his belt and get him you know another well-known character um that everybody can you know gravitate to this will be something good right there yeah okay so if you're gonna go with him we'll do one for one so yes. if you have him as uh kevin as your voice i was now going to um i wanted to go with someone familiar in the law enforcement aspect of it he's played he played a, 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 a sheriff and uh also played a superhero um from his country so i'm talking about david harbour so from stranger things so the sheriff right there and then we're going to um the, the red guardian is it red guardian? yeah 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 you're right. right red guardian from things so the superhero you know from his own native country so yes but he has the ability he's already portrayed himself as a officer wow. you know and he was very light not a lighthearted per se but you can definitely get his voice to give you that kind of authority type of you know vocal voice to you same way he was when he was in red uh Red Guardian so you know we're, we'll we'll have to you know replace the uh the Russian accent you know from from that point but put him as American but he has that coming from it's coming from his chest it's going to tell you something and then he always
0: double tap we're good (laughs) right i i I, i'm i'm with you i'm with you now that i like that now see here's here's where it's gonna get easy for me for the rest of the characters Mm -hmm. i say bring back the rest of the original cast that that's me because Mm -hmm. the only person missing was jerry obviously right right but um Archie, uh, uh, Serena, Serena, and Reggie are still are still active. Okay, from my from what I'm looking at here, they're they're all active. So Archie did Shane Gooseman's. I think it was Archie did Shane Gooseman's voice, and if I'm wrong. I apologize. I'm trying to find it here. Um, you know, and Serena obviously did Nico, and then Reggie, you know, did did uh, um, Doc. Okay so I would simply say, keep those um keep keep the the original cast on there, and if i'm i'm if I'm off by who played who, then I apologize, but I know the original ones are still there, and I would say bring it back this way, it's really good fanfare. The only person missing was Jerry, but mm-hmm. I would substitute that in for and I, I'm not trying to cut corners, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it, <laughs> right, okay, okay. I like what you're
1: doing. I like what you're saying. Okay, cool. Well, since in that end, then I'm going to at least who I was picking that if we were going to do this, um, I wanted someone with at least an aspect that I wanted to give that type of. Okay, so let's go with um, let's go with Nika. So with Nika, I Nico, sorry, Nico. I wanted to. I chose. Kira Kira Knightley. Oh. Oh because oh. i i was going i was going in the aspect of like you said she is um fearless she yes. will she will re, let's replace the sword with a shotgun you still fear for your life
0: yes.
1: um let's go for that but then have the ability that you know she can just uh you know just walk into a room and be very like you know I have that conversation kind of scenario but, uh, yeah I, w- I was thinking like that because she she played that when she was playing you know uh elizabeth on on, on parts of the caribbean yeah she knew when to be proper and be very relaxed and whatever the case be and on the dime k- 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 k,
0: she'll switch on you wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: true so so, so even in, her, in the other
0: movie pride and prejudice she did a phenomenal role in that for those who've seen that period piece and she plays a strong willed character woman hmm. and, and, and she doesn't have to yell she doesn't have to scream and she just portrays it and her voice conveys it so good call man good call okay all right all so,
1: right so I, I wanted to go then with for shane i want to go with alexander scarja uh <gasps> sarge guard
0: yeah sarge guard yeah
1: yeah sarge guard yes so i mean let's 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 go with uh where was i was i was thinking okay for one definitely with that uh being strong and being like saying like no hard bar kind of scenario right when he did the live action for um tarzan yes so that was that was cool uh zoolander you know adam he was you know a little you know zoolander was still again another right. very comical kind of scenario but also uh Battle um battleship Battleship, he was one of the main characters, right? know, yes. so at least he has the discipline to be the soldier slash naval officer. That was, um... yes, right. yeah. So Got there you. you go. Okay,
0: okay. I like. I see where so. the team's going. Okay, I like this. I like this. Okay,
1: and right. and, and 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 now for Doc. Now, right. I will admit, I I wanted. I came across this character, this particular actor. Um, I have to say, by a fluke, by watching a show. And I saw him there and he was always so interesting. Um, that he was he was a very serious person. But you could see he had he had the demeanor and the way of being a uh, quirky, mm-hmm. you know, when and if needed kind of scenario. So if you've the individual's name is um uh, Tramel Tillman. Okay. If you ever watched on where did I just saw that? Sorry, I I just ran through Severance. So if you watch on if you watch the show Severance, Severance is on an Apple TV. Right, okay. So it's the Apple TV um original. Original. Okay. So Severance is there. and So basically his particular character, he's are like the the um, the middleman type of like manager for a group of people who As a side note, if you're going to chance to watch this show, it's a great show. Side side end of the show is basically you agree to split your mental, your your mind, in the sense like there's a work you, and then there's a an outside you, the inners and outies. So basically, when you go to work, once you pass a certain level, you switch. But each person doesn't know about the other. So when a person Ooh, from yeah. work, he walks into work, his day starts and ends as soon as he go through that particular door, elevator, whatever the case it be, and then the next day he starts back off at the door he doesn't know about his audi and whatever the case would be and it could be completely two separate lives this particular person uh 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 milcock Mil- 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 milchak sorry Milchek, Milchuk right. is basically like the the guy who is he's on the outside world but he basically is the one who's managing and keeping everybody like hey don't worry about your outside world just do the job you're here to work do your work whatever the case would be but he has the ability of being quirky. Uh, sometimes you see when you see in the show how he's, he's a little quirky and, and funny. Mm-hmm. He's funny like, you know, having some good times. Um, there's an episode where as part of a, like a reward, you did the work, whatever the case may be, you're allowed. Just think of it like the reward was basically you had a, like, say, a, a 10 minute music time. It was When you see the, the dynamic, how the show is, it's one of those ones like you work, 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 work. Hey, you did your, you did your quota. Congratulations. What? You're allowed to bring, allowed to bring in some music into the office and you can play some music. And he's like dancing and just having some quirky, funny stuff. And I'm like, that's hilarious. But then on the flip side, you do something wrong. This guy will have no problem to just, um, spare chuck you, which he did for someone who did wrong. He's like, what? Yeah. So he was, he was, he's a serious source. So he could be on the aspect of doc. He's quirky. He's fun being called Wilberth. I can see this guy having fun with that particular part of the show. Okay. Uh, but also in a sense, like, you gotta be serious and everything like that. Yeah. I can see that. So that's Tillman. Tillman.
0: Okay. I see? And I, and I, okay. so I, I'm, I, I like your whole thing. And what I'll add on to it is for all the characters and actors, sorry, the actors that you picked out to play those roles, mm-hmm. that, that would almost be a live action right there.
1: Yeah. And my mind was thi- my mind was thinking that initially when I was going through it. Right. But because of, like you were saying, and you made me really, you really did pivot me to think, you know what, this actually would be better as a uh, stay in a cartoon, staying in a cartoon. But right. if we were doing this as a live one, yeah, this is where I would have gone with.
0: Yeah, well, let's this way. I think your actors, and this is what I'll give you, you've got that twofold, that twofold uh, appeal to it. So those actors doing the voice work would be amazing. And if they had to do a live action treatment of it, would be amazing. Those four physically how they look how they fit the roles yeah you've, you've swayed me actually more to saying yeah I could see that as a live action if they would put a budget into it as a mm-hmm. live action, I'd be all for that. I'll absolutely all for that. so uh, you know what good good all right good on you man that's, right yeah. that, that, that's it, that's sweet it, 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 listen when
1: when you get a chance you know everybody when you get a chance you know the characters they, uh, Barry's gonna put it up and everything like that and then you get the chance to see who, or, who I'm talking about. You see who Barry was talking about. Uh, you can, I can clearly see these guys picture for picture for who it is, whatever the case to be. If they ever made the decision to do a live one, we got somebody there. If you want to do animated voiceovers, grab these people again. I, I'm just going to say, yeah, it, yeah, you'll be good.
0: Yeah, I, I, Yeah, I agree. 100%. I agree. Uh, so let's, let's, let's leave it there. First of all, galaxy rangers i know you can find some of them some of the episodes here on youtube so if you do a search for the the adventures of the galaxy rangers you can find them on youtube yeah. i know they have box sets of their dvds i don't even think they put a full run on there maybe they are on dvd you can get it through amazon but look around find it the only sad thing about it is toy wise there wasn't many toys on base on these characters right i think there's some prototypes that were done overseas there were some done here but it wasn't as much big play sets as it could have they they missed the ball in my opinion on that with the popularity so hopefully if they were to do something going forward they would give more marketing kenner i'm looking at you (laughs) (laughs) done right you know f done right give us give us something proper so i will leave you guys on that final final thought is simply thank you for supporting the show everyone tuning in remember you can always hit the link subscribe to the show we would love it every tuesday we drop the video every wednesday we drop the audio and as i like to say this whole world was created by a piece of paper a pencil and lots of imagination keep on dreaming no guts no glory No cus no glory. <laughs> Double tap!
1: <laughs> I'm a chest. Alright, we going
0: down. Officer down. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you